Are you a college student looking for better guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you are slowly looking at jobs, or maybe you are finally getting around to editing your resume, or maybe you are just getting anxiety awaiting for the question at the next big family dinner, what are you going to do after college? Yep, I've been there. That's why I created my career ebook guide to help guide you on the path to young adult life in your post-grad career. From custom resume templates, ways to improve your LinkedIn, cover letter examples, top interview questions, and so much more, it's all in my ebook guide, which you can find on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog/shop. I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hey, friends. Uh, Happy Tuesday and... Ultimately, happy last episode of the year, although I'm sure many of you will end up listening to this in the new year because I have to say that's kind of what I do when I get too caught up during the holidays and not as interested in listening to a podcast. So if you are listening to this in the new year, well, honestly, I would say it's still good timing to listen to this because... Today's episode is primarily a reflection of 2020, but also I wanted to be sure to include my personal experiences and obviously what I've learned from them, but also how I think some of you, whether you are in college right now, you're graduating soon, wherever you are in life, I will try my very best to explain how I think my or like the lessons I've learned are applicable in your life as well or maybe it's something you can reflect on as well because I feel like when I have listened to other people talk about just their own reflections and things that they're working towards it always gives me this weird creative spark to uh, do something I don't want to say similar but to to bring the similar energy into whatever it is that I've been procrastinating to do which I will dive into there are many things that I kind of procrastinated or maybe went slow but then like finally picked up the speed in 2020 and so um, it's going to be pretty much kind of like a raw chat as well so with that being said I will just dive into the first point that I wanted to bring up And that is how this year brought more clarity in my relationships. And with fulfillment, in my opinion, being very much revolving around how strong our relationships are in life, I find that this year was, you know, just ultimately the perfect year to bring more clarity in it because we were at home for majority of the time of this year and we were around less people obviously right and so if you listened to a recent episode i did this was actually episode 58 i believe and this i dropped it was a bonus episode but i shared with you guys a very vulnerable story about 
a friendship falling out that I had with someone that was previously a best friend of mine or, you know, one of my best friends. And it it really is kind of interesting to see how that, you know, after all these years, if you listened to that specific episode, you know, after all these years of tiny red flags and tiny things that kind of show that this was inevitable, that it was going to be kind of like this, it made so much sense that it happened in this year. And I feel like that was a turning point in bringing clarity in my relationships because I did share as well that the negative energy from this friendship really showed and shined to me. I think this was in like April of this year. So very much in the beginning of the pandemic, no one knew what was going on. And when she kind of took to social media to, um, I guess, you know, show me indirectly how she felt about me, I remember just being so upset and questioning why is this person in my life then? Like, why am I even letting this person in my life? Because I'm so not used to this I don't usually let people in my life that treat me like this I don't let them stay around and so that was a turning point for me and I think another major or a couple major turning points um, the first one that comes to mind is my rekindling of a friendship kind of with my old roommate so I wouldn't say we necessarily even had necessarily a friendship but it was just like a roommate friendship right so I lived with this girl my senior year of college so this was two years ago from 2018 through 2019 and she's a year older than me and we met on my university's uh, Facebook page because she saw that I had posted looking for a roommate to live in an area that was different than the college campus or different from being close to that campus and I guess um, she's originally from the east coast which was cool and she was on this page on Facebook because she had previously interned in California so she was already I guess familiar with being on these Facebook pages so that's how we met and I it's so funny I remember being so stressed about this roommate I mean, she and I could not have been more opposites in terms of cleanliness, respect, and just like being timely about communication and all that. We were just on different frequencies and I never like disliked her or hated her or anything like that. I just was like, she does not live well. Like this is such a toxic, I mean, I'm talking like she would go through my uh, plates and and forks and knives and whatever and like not clean them when I needed them and um, she would even like leave pasta in the pot one time and left it there for like three days and I'm like okay so I dumped it out and I remember one time she's like next time don't touch my food thanks and I'm like this is dried pasta from three days like what do you mean (laughs) so anyways um we never had any fight or anything too. It was really funny. That's what I'm saying. There was like such a lack of communication, um, truthfully, among on her end. <laughs> and long story short, this like we moved out of that apartment in June of 2019. 
and that year I went on to live in my first apartment by myself and then uh, we pretty much didn't really talk or stay connected or anything like that uh, like for that entire year I guess and fast forward to probably July we finally kind of reconnected because she still followed me on Instagram and she saw that I would tag LA in some of my locations of my photos and at that time I lived in Orange County and we lived in Orange County together and she was like and now and then at that point now um pretty much like October 2019 she moved to LA from Orange County and so seeing that I posted a lot in LA she's like did you move to LA and at the time I didn't move yet but I was thinking about it and so that's why I was like kind of trying to attract myself to that place and we kind of connected I said no not like I'm not there yet but I'm considering it we should connect and we pretty much connected in July 2020 and we I think where did we go I think we got dinner somewhere I have no idea where it was oh you know what I think it was in Beverly Hills it was a really fun day and it was just super fun connecting with her first time in over a year and I remember that lunch I was or lunch slash dinner I was telling her yeah I'm thinking about moving up here we'll see I'll come back this weekend and do some tours next thing you know by the time we got dinner the following time or lunch I had already signed an apartment and so pretty much we have been connected since that first rekindling we always like got dinner and lunch together and she moved out of her apartment in West Hollywood and moved to the west side of LA which is where I also live so it was ironic timing that both of us moved to the same part of LA because she used to be in a different part of LA if that makes sense like if you're familiar with California it's just very big especially LA there's like the hills there's Hollywood there's West Hollywood there's Malibu and then there's like Venice Santa Monica Marina del Rey which is like kind of near where I am so yeah basically what I'm trying to get what get at with that is if you asked any of my really close friends that heard me complain about her as a roommate back in 2018 and 2019 many of them will tell you they would have never ever believed in a million years that we would be friends like this and so I have to kind of say like I was reflecting on that friendship and how we kind of came back together and even my parents were like is everything okay like how are you friends with her and um, it's funny because I feel like we are both mentally and emotionally in a better place to fit in each other's lives now if that makes sense and so I look back and I'm like yeah I don't think we were on the same frequency in 2019 when we moved out of the apartment but over the year that we evolved and grew and had different life experiences I feel like by the time we reconnected this year in 2020 it was more aligned and that also makes me realize that's the same fucking thing when it comes to relationships like romantic relationships and you know just like very much friendships as well but it just reminds me like people like they don't always meet with you 
at the same time like sometimes it does take one two or even three years till you come back together and you're like oh it makes more sense why we go better now (laughs) so I have to say I'm pretty grateful that we get along very well now as friends and you know we don't um live together fortunately and we both live by ourselves it's awesome and it's just, I think it's very cool to see both of us have grown up more she has a boyfriend they do long distance he lives in London and I was telling her to I mean because again this is a little bit of a rant slash tangent but when we lived together I was a little concerned of like if she would ever bring over some guys that I wasn't a fan of or like I personally just like my home space to be mine I don't like inviting random guests over that's just not my not my thing personally you know and she kind of did that and I definitely didn't like that and so um at the time too I had a boyfriend of four years and I was like this I just don't like that vibe and so it's very cool to see her in a different place as well in that sense where she has a boyfriend and they do long distance and he's very mature he's a couple years older than her and he's always calling her even with the time difference and um, to me it's very nice to just have a friend like that in my life again where they obviously love to go out with me and stuff but like they always my friends make fun of me too it's like when they go out with me even though I'm single I don't act like I'm single like I I, in a way I just am so reserved that you just would think I'm already off the market my friend Alexis she said that to me so I like having friends uh especially if they do have a partner because then it's like hey I it's it's not like we're kind of after the same single girl vibe you know So I really like that. That was a really cool, I think, clarity piece in mid-year. And then on top of that, around the same time in August, I connected with a couple entrepreneurs and essentially I got invited to do or go to this mastermind brunch in LA. This was like two weeks. No, this was like a month before I moved to LA. And... I remember just feeling so fulfilled and so energized from that meetup, just hearing all these people who are very close in age, um, although about two, three years older than me, it was very cool to see how they apply the similar habits and similar thinking in their day-to-day lives and how they're also chasing the dream of being an entrepreneur, working for themselves and grinding it out 10, 12 hours a day all on their own business and I knew I think it was one or two of them that also had a full-time job outside of their business so that was also a lot of clarity in a sense where I saw these are the people that I am meant to be around and again it was funny because I feel like new people came into my life as I was trying to move on from that old toxic friendship of you know the person I mentioned on episode 58 where she just didn't bring good energy to me and I felt like yeah you know it's very cliche to say 2020 I've got more clarity in my relationships but I really did because I got to say these are the people I want in my life and these are the people I want to continue to attract in my life and I say that every year but I really felt that this year and before I cap out this section on relationships I will say too I met a guy, (laughs) 
I mentioned this on a episode back in June or July, but I met a guy uh, that is rather like a little bit older than me and someone that I have to say like I definitely have a deep connection with and it surprises me though for someone like me I'm, I'm rather analytical and I take my time to kind of adapt or adjust to how I feel about someone and this one kind of hit me really quick which was a major change in how I usually do it and but secondly I just felt a brand new energy with this person and this kind of energy was just raw authentic I felt very me and I met this person actually to be transparent I met him through an app which I also always told myself and many of my friends I would never go on and I don't go on anymore this was probably about just for like a month and since I liked him so much I kind of like deleted the app although I like I think he was like still on it just for shits and giggles um but we talked every day for like two months and then we still talk today but he basically had to move to uh Austin Texas for a couple months for this work project he's in um like the film industry and whatnot and so like the season of the specific show was starting to film again and so yeah he's still there but I have to say like meeting him and having the whatever I don't want to even call it a fling because it wasn't a fling it was more of like a it's like I don't know how to describe it it wasn't like a fling is something I consider more casual and it was casual but it was also very much evident that it was a very compatible um energy force among like this is so fucking weird to describe but it we just had very similar energy in my opinion and I think he had mentioned that too again this is like five six months ago now uh from like the initial time when we were actually hanging out but yeah I just remember feeling really good energy with this guy and I would like talk about him to many of my close friends but something I have been practicing is just not trying to think too ahead of myself and try to predict where things will go I do have a really bad habit of doing that because of my analytical nature I like to try to predict and prepare for an outcome and he definitely is a little bit more spontaneous which is what I love as well because I need that and so in regards to where that's going who knows but what I will say is that um, he is someone that I just like there's a lot of butterflies that happen when I'm around him and there's a lot of like he's a type of guy that I would consider dating and that if you know me is very rare for me to say I don't consider dating people much at all because of my nature I think I have so much going on in my life that I'm very specific about the person and the people that I bring into my life because you better be fucking adding value to my life if I bring you in, especially as a romantic partner, right? So he is someone that I would consider dating. Again, I don't really know where that would go. Again, it's just very unknown and I am, as my friend Dana advised me, I am enjoying the moment of where I am at. 
uh, in that regard with him and just in general. And so I will say that as well, again, very out of my comfort zone, meeting someone on an app. I reflect and I will say I didn't realize that a person like him was very compatible with me because if I had put or if I had saw all of his information on a resume and other guys that I maybe had matched with on that app as well, like if I had compared resumes, he wouldn't have been top five, guarantee you, just like on paper, like what they've done, what their industry is, all of that. It's very different from what I'm accustomed to. I And I used to think with confidence, I knew what's the most compatible with me. And maybe it's still true. I don't know. But I will say I definitely have loosened up a lot on what I thought was, you know, I used to say like a Harvey Specter from Suits. He's a character. He's one of the main, he is the main character actually in Suits. But if you don't know that show, um, pretty much I would say a guy that is a, type a lawyer maybe finance guy i i think those were or are usually the types that i have gone for and i noticed a consistent theme that a good amount of guys especially in like the analyst field i noticed there was something that didn't clash well with me and it could be because of my more creative nature um so yeah basically that also brought me more clarity in understanding who is more likely a compatible partner for me and this guy that I had met that I still really like like I think his personality traits in which I did write down or at least some some of the actions he had done that I really was like okay this is exactly what I've wanted in a partner for a long time and I didn't have in my ex of four years I didn't have in a guy that I was seeing for like two to three months last year like there was yeah it was very clear to me and so I have to say um you know maybe for you if you had similar situations this year either a friendship falling out or maybe things not working out I highly recommend reflecting on how that brought you more clarity Did it make you realize you need more of this kind of person in your life? Did it make you realize you need more of this or less of this? And so that's what I did. And I think going into the new year, again, I try not to put too much emphasis on this whole new year shit, but I will say it is a great time to reflect and prepare. So for me, I just use it as a time to go, okay, these are the people, the type of people that brought a lot of value into my life this year and during these moments. How can I continue to bring in that energy into my life? The next thing I want to reflect on is my career and a little bit of finances. So this is going to like kind of mesh into one topic, but I am going to try to split it into you know, career-wise, and then also just financials, like how I afford certain things in my lifestyle. So to start off with finances, I will say I think this year made me realize as well, I have a very specific lifestyle I adore, and living in LA is not cheap, 
as many of you know or can imagine and honestly living in any major city is not cheap but LA and New York San Fran they kind of get the big the big dogs if you <laughs> I guess you could say it that way uh, but I realized okay well uh, let me backtrack I some of the people I met this year I noticed that they make a substantial amount of income for for what they do and that's exactly why one of them or actually a couple of them I know um, you know again ranging from two to three years older than me to also ranging like 10 years older than me so some might say Emily you're also only 23 there's no need to compare that's actually what my mom tells me but I don't think it's about age when it comes to being financially savvy. I think it just comes down to what you want. And money doesn't drive me, but with this year and how job security and all that, I mean, shit hurts, right, financially this year. And so for me, seeing how one of the friends I have, um, he actually, not only did he buy a very nice luxurious car in cash meaning he did not even take out a loan for it he just bought it in cash he also bought a house in austin texas in cash and cash again no mortgage right which is relatively rare as far as i know and although i will say as he did tell me he it wasn't like he didn't want a mortgage but because of his you know, he's not actually from the U.S. Um, he's still, like, in the process of eventually getting a U.S. citizenship or a green card. He didn't have the credit to get a good loan. And so he was like, fuck that, I'm going to buy this in cash. But to me, I'm like, holy shit, how does one do that? And again, this one, this person is, you know, more than 10 years older than me. And so it's different, but I had another friend, Mike Yu, actually, many of you guys know him, he bought a Tesla in cash as well. And kind of similar situation, he told me it wasn't necessarily that he didn't want a loan, but because he's worked for himself these past couple of years, he doesn't quite have the easiest way of proving income, which I can relate to, especially in my business, it's very hard to show on paper in a certain way, um, especially if we're expensing everything. So Um, yeah, just to me, I remember when I asked my friend Mike, I said, okay, at what point did you start saving for the Tesla? Because he told me this whole, you know, really fucked up story about how his his previous car got, you know, vandalized. And so to him, that was kind of a sign that now is a great time to get your Tesla because he's wanted a Tesla for so long and he spoke about it for quite a while. And he told me something that I think a lot of you guys should use as a takeaway as well but he said it's not about how much money you can save but rather it's about how much more money you can make and he talks about money as this energizing factor where money attracts more money and money is to preface too I don't view money as an evil thing and I'm also personally not money hungry I'm not driven by money but do I love it and think it's uh you know a form of means of exchange whatever yes I do and obviously money 
pays for a lot of things and a lot of needs. It doesn't drive me, but I value it and I understand the importance of being savvy with it, if that makes sense. So the reason why I bring up finance, because ultimately hearing these stories about some of the people close in my life buying items that they need, right? Again, my friend's car got completely screwed. He had no car for three months and he just started grinding the gears even more made more money and put that extra money towards his tesla bought it outright in cash and now he's driving it around without owing money to the bank or anything so you know to me that was such a light bulb moment making me realize like why can't you do that too and if you guys are also savvy with finance you probably know that buying a car in cash is very ideal actually believe it or not um yes having a loan is good for building credit but the interest rate is not really worth it and i mean especially if you're young like if you have the money to and the means to i mean you could just take the loan but then pay it off in six months if that makes sense so you still build some credit right there and you didn't have to pay that much interest but ideally paying it in cash is cash is king and so I reflected on this year how can I make that more feasible in my life how can I ensure that I have substantial savings in the future and prepare to fight through this recession with many others and so that was a big turning point is just hearing the people in my life have the ability to make this kind of income on their own mind you uh, both of them don't have college degrees and so just kind of hearing their story and how they do it is eye-opener for me and you know most of you are probably young and probably in college but I guess a takeaway you could have from that is asking yourself, you know, when you prepare to graduate for college or maybe you just graduated and you're still learning how to be savvy with your money and maybe I know many of you or many people right after college, um, at least like 40% of you still take a little bit of an allowance from your parents just to get like that six months boost, right? which is absolutely nothing wrong, especially if your parents have the means to, I would say take advantage of it while you can, but be strategic with what you do with that money. Like if you get $500 a month from your parents, maybe to help with food or whatever, right? Think about like, okay, if you're not using that full 500 and you've been using that on maybe alcohol or some extra clothes, ask yourself, how could I take, let's say, let's say you spend half of it. Let's say you, let's say you spend only $250 of the 500 your parents give you. Imagine if you could make that 250 turn into 1000 which by the way, I've done before in the market, which yeah, crazy. $250 turning into 1000 Yes, it's very possible. I would just challenge you to ask yourself, how can I put myself in a better and safer and honestly more fulfilling position in the future. How can I help my future self? That's all I would say uh, in the finance regard. Ask yourself, how can I help my future self? The last part 
to reflect on 2020 is my career and my future career path. And I think this is a huge one for many of you, especially if you are A, trying to figure out a better career path for yourself, B, still in college, graduating within the next two years and realizing like time is flying, you need to figure your shit out. So to kind of recap where I have been in my career, I graduated May 2019. I took a couple of months of relaxing, breathing, focusing on my business. And I knew by the fall, so again, fall 2019, I knew that I wanted to be working in a corporate job because it just seemed exciting. I was like, A, I've never experienced corporate. B, this will give me experience regardless. And C, you know, you never know. Maybe I do like it more than I think, right? You always want to be open-minded to it, but still be clear in your goals, right? Clear in your goals about what you want out of it. So I speak about this all the time. I chose to go into sales because A, I think that's the closest thing to entrepreneurship when it comes to corporate versus working for yourself. And B, I wanted a job that was challenging. I wanted something that pushed me to be competitive and pushed me to get out of my comfort zone because making sales calls is not easy. And I mean, I've done it quite a bit. I think I've I've heard no many times. I've heard people say, yeah, shut the fuck up. Or I've heard people say, you know, fuck off and they'll hang up. Like I've heard it all. And so it does make you have really thick skin, which again, I'm all about putting myself through war or making myself be gritty in these instances because it's simply what makes you tough. Um, so I also will admit I went into the job with intentions of being out of there by 9, 11 months. So pretty much like around summer of 2020. But of course, with the nature of COVID, I wasn't going to just quit, especially since I realized many of my friends did not have the same job stability. And so I wanted to ensure that I was not going to overlook that. And plus, working from home, it was a lot more flexible with my time. And so I put more time into this podcast. I put more time into growing other things. And full transparency, corporate is not for me. I think I think too out of the box. I don't quite follow rules too much not because I am a bitch or that I think rules are stupid I just think that there are certain processes and systems in place in corporate settings that not only do not align with me but secondly I don't think that are that efficient and the way I think of it is a corporate company a large fortune 500 company which mine is I believe like technically fortune 200 if we really want to get specific but (laughs) not that I really care But what I'm saying is I compare that to like a Titanic ship. If you want to turn the ship, it takes a long time to turn. But a smaller company or even just working for yourself on a tiny fucking speedboat, yeah, it's riskier. You're a tiny little boat out in the ocean. But if you need to pivot or, you know, not hit a fucking iceberg, then you can pivot and turn and you will avoid that much quicker. And so that's how I see it. And ultimately, I think... I work best either in a small work setting or simply for myself, but maybe on two to three projects because I am rather multifaceted. So with that being said, I will kind of share my future career path and career plans, and maybe this will inspire you guys a little bit, but 
I decided that I'm going to set a deadline and a goal for myself to be out of my corporate job by the end of the first quarter, which is very scary to say out loud on this podcast because that means all of you who are listening very much know this goal and you're gonna be kind of, I don't know if you guys really would, but come end of March, you're gonna be like, is she out yet? You know? And fuck, I really hope no coworkers listen to this, but I actually know some do. So whoops. But you know, that's part of life, right? And I recently launched a new business, something I'm very excited about, something that's very aligned with me and something that I have done for freelance actually. So it's not new to me, but the concept of building out a team for it and allocating people to grow with this business as well is uh, newer. So I launched a creative marketing agency and it's meant to be boutique. It's meant to be all female and I like I said I've done freelance work for other businesses where I've managed their social accounts I've grown it I've created content I've done graphic design website design photography you name it and I decided that I have the skill for this I am connected in the business world and I think it's time that I utilize the creative talents and creative desires I have and apply it into this business setting, which I also love, you know, applying my creativity with my business thinking and my business systems. And so I'm very excited for that. I do have a goal on how many clients I need before I can essentially quit my corporate job and take this full time along with Elite Skatewear, my other business. So I am a very busy person and uh, makes me very happy though. I'm not happy about being busy, but I'm very fulfilled and happy to say I feel I feel good about where I'm at. I feel great, in fact. I feel very great. I, I feel more like the vision is on point this year than where I was a year ago heading into the new year. And before I head out, I actually want to say too, by the time you guys are listening to this, I am, well... If you guys are listening to this during the final week of 2020, then I am actually in Scottsdale, Arizona right now, and I am actually here by myself. I intended to do a solo trip for the end of the year. I wanted to go somewhere warm, somewhere new, and somewhere where I could just get clarity on my own. Like I thought about going to Miami maybe, but that felt a little too I don't want to say crowded, but too busy. Like I wasn't trying to get fucked up or go to the club, which I don't even think they're open. And I wasn't trying to go to Dallas or Austin, Texas either. I feel like everyone's hyped that they're open. I'm super happy they're open as well. My brother lives in Texas, but I wanted to be somewhere that was open, you know, but I also wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to kind of go to a hotel resort and just kick it and get the gears grinding for the business heading into the new year so that is where I'm at I hope I truly hope there was some sort of value for you if you listen through this whole thing I hope there was something you had to take away from and honestly guys um, I know many of you who have been listening for a long time now and are kind enough to send me a dm letting me know how this podcast has impacted you but truly it impacts me and it means a lot when you guys share with me 
what this podcast has done for you, even if it's just one episode, I don't care if it wasn't the whole show, um, please feel free to send me a DM. I love conversing with you. I love sending you guys audio messages. I love getting to know who you are. I love getting to know your name. And so truly, if this podcast has impacted you in any way, I would love if you could share that with me, send me a DM. And I just, like I said, I would love to chat with you. So that is all. Uh, What a year 2020 it was. Um, But I have a good feeling about the upcoming years. And I know most of us say that, but uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really feel that. And I'm so grateful to be where I am in this moment, speaking to you guys right now, looking at my computer, looking around my apartment in Los Angeles right now. It's insane. I never thought I'd be living here, but here I am. So you guys, anything can happen. Put your mind to it. And like I said, reach out to me at any point. I do love getting personal with you guys. So with that being said, have a happy new year. If this is in 2020 that you're listening to it, or if you are still catching up and this is in 2021 now, kick off this new year with your best self. You know, put yourself to work, focus, write down what you're looking to get out of this year, out of the next month, couple of months, and you'll get there. And with that, I will talk to you all next